Hi, this is Amy. And this is Ramiro. And welcome to Phonaholics Anonymous, a podcast where we discuss uh, tips on how to break the phone addiction. So how have the last couple of weeks been for you, Ramiro? It's been a little bit. Yeah, so, well, uh, it's been pretty good. I mean, working from home mostly, I mean, due to the, to the pandemic. Um, well, solely working from home. And these nature breaks have been something that I've been doing for a long time, and and uh, they've been really good. Like what? Look at look at a plant, go outside, and uh, you know taking good breaks, maybe every half hour, every hour. So that's been very positive. Yeah, yeah. How about you? How was? How did you find that? I really enjoyed the nature breaks, uh, as we discussed last time. I've been taking at least one walk a day, uh, usually at the end of the day, sometimes two. Uh, and I've been like walking by a lake next to my house, uh, usually like 15 to 20 minutes at a time, just looking at the geese, being in trees, looking at nature. So yeah, I've, I've definitely enjoyed it as well. I've been doing it for a while too, but it's nice just leaving the phone at my house and not worrying about any of that and just fully taking this nature break. So it's been good. Um, and then for the smaller ones, each hour, I'll also kind of just take a break as well. And I have a plant in my room and I made it a point to look at it and, you know, water it and take care of it. So that's been good too. Yeah. And I think, I mean, at least for me personally, I think it does make some difference in terms of my relationship to the phone. I mean, it does kind of, I, I do feel a sense of, of relief for something, you know, by being in nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So this week we wanted to talk about a test that Ramiro came across. Uh, it's called the smartphone compulsion test. And Ramiro, do you want to explain it a little bit? Yeah. Uh, basically like I went, I've been, um, one common thing I think for uh, for people and myself included, like I, I, it just became so normal to have the phone with me all the time and to just be checking it constantly that I just didn't really realize that there was anything to be worried about or to be concerned or or uh, or anything different that I didn't question it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think things st- started to change for me when I started to question. Do I need to be close to this thing all the time? Do I need to be watching it? I mean, why do I need to be seeing this? And I think a, a common uh, question for people has, or, or kind of affirmation from people or a question is like, hey, do I have a problem? Am I, is this really a, a problem? Um, I see my phone, but I don't, is this really a, that big a deal? I mean, mm-hmm. so I think that's what made me uh, look for for you know how do i know if i'm really addicted to the phone or how bad how bad it is uh, yeah yeah so so that's what you know made me find look and find and find this other resource mm-hmm. yeah i think that you mentioning when you started to question it like whether this was okay or not or why did you have to do this I think that was a key piece for myself as well and because it's been so normalized right it's just so normal to have 
our phones out wherever we are right next to us. It's basically like another appendage of ourselves. And I think once that becomes so normalized, yeah, it's like, do I have an addiction? Does this addiction really matter? Like, why is it a problem? So yeah, I think the the test that you found is is pretty good in recognizing that, yeah, maybe if you have some of these behaviors, it is an issue and let's do something about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and did you have a chance to look at the, at the test, at the, at the questions? Yes, I did. So there are 15 questions here. And I found them to be pretty well done. Uh, and I noticed myself definitely <laughs> saying yes to some of them and definitely saying no to others. So, yeah, what about yourself? How did you find the test? Yeah, uh, I um, I liked it, and and it's also something that maybe I can give to other people to uh, for people to look or to friends to. I have a friend who told me, "Who are you calling addicted to to the phone? Who are you calling <laughs> a phone addict, addicted?" You know. So yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, and there are definitely some a couple questions that that really that really resonated with me in things that are challenging for me even now. Mm. Yeah. Which questions are those? Well, primarily, uh, uh, there's a couple. There's one that in, uh, that I find intriguing, and another one that it's an issue for me personally. Okay. I mean, w- the one that I find intriguing is that sometimes time seems to fly by when I'm looking at the phone or looking at technology. But mm-hmm. fine, if I mm-hmm. go and look at some video somebody sent me about whatever about the pandemic or something, and then. Yeah. I started to look and that might take me to something else. And then suddenly the time, the minutes just go by and by and by, you know, mm-hmm. I find that very interesting how that happens. And uh, mm-hmm. it, yeah. And uh, um, I mean, I've heard of these uh, technology companies that have this infinite scroll down that you scroll and right. scroll and scroll and it goes, there's no exactly. end. And then your yeah. time goes, you know, just looking down or whatever. It is, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, that was actually that's actually something that's engineered, you know, because it actually mm-hmm. keeps people looking at it, and maybe that's why it seems like time passes. Yeah. yeah. The other question that I found interesting is uh, uh, something about uh, mindlessly checking yourself or smartphone many times a day, even though when you know there is likely nothing new or important to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. that one was interesting because sometimes I do check the phone uh, and I think it would be purely out of compulsion. It, there's just right. no reason, no reason to do it. Uh, yeah. it. It's just because there's something, like something that kind of in there, you know, that, that makes me want to go and see if there's anything mm-hmm. new, right? Yeah, so, so yeah, so those are a couple of things that I found. Yeah, like, did, did you resonate with any of these questions too? Yeah, I think the one you mentioned about checking it compulsively, the last question, this number 15. Yeah, it says, even when you know there is likely nothing new or important to see. That one definitely resonated with me. And we've been talking about different techniques on how to minimize distractions. So as you all know, I pretty much have no notifications on my phone. It's always on Do Not Disturb. But in some cases, this actually makes me 
check apps even more. I'm wondering like what the actual data is behind this, but I, because I don't have these notifications, I can only see if I get new things if I actually go into the app and if I actually check that. So I trick myself into saying like, oh, maybe there'll be something new, even though there probably isn't. Or if even if there is, it's probably nothing important. Uh, but yeah, I'll still compulsively check uh, even if I know that. So that one definitely stood out to me in terms of my own problematic behavior and something that I want to be more aware of and change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Amy, there's something that's been kind of, uh, as you were speaking, and uh, something I've been thinking about is like, why, why change at all for you? Like, mm-hmm. why, why bother? I mean, so yeah, you do this questionnaire, maybe you have eight out of 15 or more, and then if there's, yeah. according to this, if there's more than eight, then you might want to go see somebody or something, mm-hmm. but, uh, uh, or, or look at it more. But why? Why do you want to change at all? Why do you want to change? You know, have be less look at your phone less at all. Yeah, good question. Like, why does any of this matter? Uh, personally, I want to be more aware of where I am devoting my attention to, and what I'm actually doing to spend my time, I guess, and where am I actually spending my life minutes? And if I am spending it mindlessly, I think that is an issue for me personally. I think that when I'm on my phone, if I'm not using it in an uplifting or positive manner, I think that becomes an issue for me personally. Um, And also just matters because I know that when I'm distracted for no reason uh, from technology, it's probably taking away from something else more meaningful I could be doing, whether it's time with family or talking to friends, actually having conversation or writing or reading or learning or any of anything else really uh or just spending time outside um it's taking time away from that and i know personally in my life i value all of those things much more than mindlessly being on my phone and the fact that i would allow myself to do that even though i know rationally Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that I could be doing so many more things that are more meaningful to me that's when it becomes an issue so I think that's what it really comes down to for me just being aware and being attentive to what I am doing every second (laughs) yeah 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 I see so this yeah, so basically you're saying that, you know, attention is important to you and attention to things that are meaningful to you. It's right. it's something that you value and that you want to cultivate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that I don't want to get lost in 
in time or anything. Like I love watching movies. I love taking long walks and not worrying about anything. I, I just think it's a different type of mindlessness that technology provides mm-hmm. in that case. Yeah. 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 yeah what about you? Why does this all matter for you? Yeah. Well, um, yeah. So to give you an example, I've been working uh, I, for my personal work as a, as a statistician, actually. I, uh, I started to work yesterday and uh, continued this morning and uh, mm-hmm. without checking my phone only at the, at, the rate, at the times that I need to, for the most part, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there's something uh, uh, and the ability to break through a problem, you know, for my, in my experience, comes after a solid amount of attention and concentration to it. Yeah. Uh, if I'm constantly distracted by email or something, it might take me a much longer time. Mm-hmm. But also you hear stories of, you know, famous uh, people that did these discoveries and that came after a long period of, period of focus. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and attention, and and I and, and that's uh, that's important for me. And uh, also, you know, I'll share actually a personal story of a very moving mm-hmm. thing uh, that happened to me. I went to a conference one time, mm-hmm. and uh, the the person that was giving the main talk, he there was a huge line. He was the f- this famous person, and there was a huge line of like two hundred people saying bye to him at the end. Mm-hmm. I had to leave quickly with a friend because we had to catch something. Thing. I don't remember what it was, a ferry mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> so we actually cut to the beginning of the line, right? Uh, I did my thing. And it, it was okay. And he shifted his attention to me when I, I cut and I said, excuse me, so-and-so. And he shifted his attention to me. And it was like in the entire world, I was the only person at that moment for him, mm-hmm. you know? And I felt that, you know, and uh, yeah. he, we just had a very brief exchange, brief, a few, maybe a minute the most. Uh, mm-hmm. But at that, at that time, he was paying attention to me, even though there were 200 people <laughs> behind me and, and all of that. And those kinds of encounters for me are very, meaning, very meaningful. And, and uh, yeah. it was a very moving thing that he gave his attention to me at that moment. And, mm-hmm. and it's something that I would like to learn to give to other people as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but if I'm constantly checking my phone and seeing <laughs> what the latest messages, obviously that's not going to be possible. So right. I don't know. It is a quality that I admire and that mm-hmm. I would like to learn to cultivate. So, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, I think you do a very good job, by the way, of giving people your entire attention. I always feel very, very understood and very seen uh, whenever I interact with you. So mm. I think you're doing a great job with that. <laughs> okay, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, cool, so anything else you wanna talk about in terms of the test? Um, no, I think, uh, we, uh, I mean, I think as far as, I mean, I can say like, yeah, we can put the uh, uh, the the resource, the link on on the uh, on the podcast, and people can see and and, uh, and maybe people will feel you know inspired to to go through it and you know be a source of reflection, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe even a wake up call for some people. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I 
we'll leave the link down below in the show notes. Feel free to take the test for yourself uh, and let us know, as always, if you find it useful or if you reflect on, on anything that comes of it. And yeah, this week we don't have a tip per se, but this is our tip that uh, you can use as a resource just to heighten your awareness around this issue. Yeah, take the test. That's our tip. Take the test. <laughs> yes, exactly. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. And as always, feel free to email phonaholicsanonymous at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate or review if you haven't yet. Thank you very much. All right. Bye, everyone.